What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Adam Burke, who's a co-founder of Work Patterns. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thanks, Matt. Yeah, good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, excited to have you on. Looking forward to learning more about what you're working on. For people that haven't heard of Work Patterns, what is that? What are you working on? Yeah, so we founded Work Patterns, man, almost three years ago. It's kind of amazing. Two and a half. Um, but obviously, the world kind of changed about a year ago, and it, and it changed drastically for our, for our business because what Work Patterns is, it's a modern people management system. And so we were trying to build um, a product that would help guide intentional leaders and help them um, strengthen and improve the relationship managers have with their direct reports. Um, and that was something that the world needed um, prior to the pandemic, um, but, but obviously with um, the changes that have come about, it's just thrown everything into question and um, everyone's trying to figure out new ways to manage their teams and have strong relationships with their people no matter where they're physically located. And that's what we help with. So walk me through a little bit about, you know, if someone was to use this, what are the things they could do with it? A little bit of like the UX, if like a hiring manager or CEO wanted to try this out, what are some of the things they can do with the platform? Yeah. So the the place that we always start is with a one-on-one meeting. Um, And that's sort of the, that's sort of like our, uh, that's our center point of the product. And so it starts with basic, most people for their one-on-ones usually manage that out of like a Google doc or a piece of paper or often nothing. And we provide a purpose-built solution to guide the one-on-one. And it's basically um, from a UX perspective, it's like a collaborative agenda. And so it's a workspace that you share, uh, the manager shares with their direct reports. So right away, the manager has all of their workspaces and all their direct reports in one place. So they know where to put stuff. Um, which is which is already an, usually an improvement over the um, status quo. Um, and the workspace basically is organized between discussion topics and action items. And so people can add discussion topics for the weekly one-on-one meeting. It's synced with your calendar. And so items um, that are on there will basically become the agenda for the meeting. But what's nice about it is that it also facilitates this like asynchronous um, workflow so that you know, the manager and the direct report can actually correspond about different discussion topics before the meeting, um, which is really nice these days and probably was be- a better way to handle things prior uh, to, the, to the pandemic instead of you know, a manager like disrupting the employee or pinging them on Slack or just like dropping by their desk and taking them out of the flow. It provides a place where you can like get it, you know, the manager can get something out of their head, but not disrupt the person. And when the person has time and wants to go through those, go through, um, you know, those topics, they can respond in basically like a comments oriented section to discussion topics the manager might have added. And we actually see most of the items are added the other direction. 
um, the uh, direct report is adding stuff for the manager. Um, and so actually like it, we're very unique in that, in, in this world of, you know, people management tools where ICs actually embrace it as a way to sort of manage up. Um, and I mentioned the other portion of the uh, core product is action items. And so if there are things that need to get done that come out of that meeting, they get captured with an owner and a due date and they can get bounced back and forth um, in the comments as well as you know people need feedback or whatever the case may be until something is done. So that's kind of the core experience. Then we have other kind of guided experiences along the way, like giving and receiving feedback, giving recognition, setting goals. So that's, that's how the product works. I mean, it's super valuable, obviously. Like these are things that are essential for, for a team and, and a manager-manager relationship. I'm curious yeah. for you though, why'd you even decide to start this in the first place? What's the origin of story uh, for, for work patterns and how'd you kind of get started? Yeah, I mean, the quintessential story of struggling with this area myself. Um, I had been um, part of the founding team of a, of a previous company um, 13 years ago now um, called AdRoll um, in the marketing technology space. Um, the company's now called NextRoll, um, still around, still doing quite well. But I was there, you know, from, you know, the, the, the very beginning. Um, and it was, you know, three of us the, the, over, the, over the 10 years I was there. We grew from, you know, three people to 700 employees. And along the way, like I, I struggled, um, you know, as, as many uh, founders do, um, evolving from a, you know, product minded, I would say, um, individual contributor to then as we started to scale, having to become a manager um, and, you know, struggling with the demands of, you know, doing your personal work while also managing people and then eventually becoming an executive that managed other managers and, um, you know, not really knowing what the best practices were and what the systems we were trying to put in place and realizing that, you know, as you're managing a function um, and managing other managers, like the, your, your cute little insights are usually not the most valuable thing you can do. You have great people working for you at that point. And the best thing you can do is to try to unblock them and elevate them and enable them. And I would have just loved a system that would have just guided that experience that would have made sure that the, the sort of management best practices happened or at least nudged me to do stuff. So I didn't have to have to think about it. I, I've been, I've been working on this sort of like really uh, not working on it, just a bad analogy, but basically the, the cliche of how like, uh, you know, Steve jobs would always wear the same uh, turtleneck because he didn't want the like mental overhead of having picking out, having to pick out his outfit. I kind of wanted the same thing for management. Like don't have to think about like, am I having a one-on-one -on -one this week? Do I have an agenda for that one-on-one? -on -one? Have I given this person feedback lately? Have I recognized their work lately? What should I recognize them for? How should I get, like all that sort of mental energy can really sap a manager uh, of, the, of the energy that they need to actually be a great manager and, 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 and address those items that they have to kind of like think about the system behind it. So we, we, we work out of the Steve Jobs sweater for managers in a sense. I like that analogy, that, that, that's awesome. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge, huge, uh, Steve Jobs fan of all things. And I think using him as an example for some of these things is, is, is awesome. I'm kind of curious yeah. for you, like, I guess from going from that first company, Admiral to, to what yeah. you're doing here, um, what have been, what's, I would say one or two big lessons that you've learned about management and, and, and leading people that you've kind of taken, almost maybe you've changed from the first company to this one, um, that you think would be valuable for people to, uh, to hear, you know, that you learned about management. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, I think the, the big one really is kind of going back to that notion of just like having a system. And I think, you know, managers get really, um, you know, they get, I think managers get put a lot of undue stress upon themselves 
by trying to like freeform too much stuff. And the, their direct reports like to have consistency and predictability as well. So just like having a system that everybody knows, okay, if I have an issue, what, what is the way to raise that? Where does that get addressed? Um, are, do we have a, a culture where I just kind of like drop a bomb in a Slack channel? Or are there other channels for me to like raise issues in a, in a way that they can be triaged and, and addressed? Because if people don't know what those channels are, they are just gonna drop the bomb in the Slack channel or they are going to, you know, it, things are gonna fester and then they're gonna like, you know, there's gonna be these awkward interactions at meetings and things of that nature. So just having like a system that, that everyone can kind of like articulate and understand. Um, and it doesn't have to be super complicated. Again, like, you know, just having the consistent one-on-ones, like that's like, that's a big chunk of it, I think. Um, and, and making sure that everyone knows that, that, that there is that venue there to vent, to raise issues, to have topics. And, you know, we, we talk a lot about how um, we, we, we call ourselves the people management system because like people are what make up organizations. Like organizations are not made up of tasks. Uh, organizations are not made up of like channels. You know, they're made up, made up of people and their relationships. And that's kind of the organizing principle um, of our product. And so that, 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 that really is because of the big learning that I had, which is like, trying to like freeform this stuff and, um, and, and innovate it on the fly is just really hard to do. And if you're a manager that also has like IC work, uh, individual contributor work, which most managers do, um, you gotta be organized and you gotta have a system. And then then that, that unlocks all sorts of stuff. And if you were to take what you're doing with work patterns and kind of zoom out five, 10, 15, 20 years, what do you see then? Or I guess in other words, what's the big vision here and what direction are you rolling in? Yeah, I mean, we think this is a large horizontal opportunity that every company and every organization is made up of people. And it feels bizarre that there hasn't been products specifically guided, uh, built around guided people management. The sort of historical like HR tools are kind of built for HR and kind of are built around like a constellation of HR activities but they're not designed with the often not designed because the buyer is the HR person and not the frontline user. They kind of often fall flat and uh, are rejected by the, the, the frontline people. They're kind of viewed as like a sideshow. Like I do my work over here and then every once in a while I'll have to do something in this HR tool. We want to be like part of the day-to-day uh, experience, the day-to-day workflow of people and managers in the organization. That, that relationship is the cornerstone and the building block of every organization. And it feels really bizarre that that hasn't been a category of product in the past, um, you know, as, uh, you know, especially as, as knowledge work, you know, becomes like a bigger and bigger part of our economy. Um, you know, we think this is a category that should have existed prior to the pandemic. And, you know, now that everyone's trying to figure out how to navigate uh, hybrid work, different types of work relationships, um, we think it's gonna be a, a really big part of um, successful organizations in the future. And then in order to make that happen, you'll need some help. You know, it takes a village <laughs> to make a startup work. Yeah. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you looking for capital? Yeah, are you, we are. We, we assist. Yeah, man. Thank you for asking. Yeah, we are hiring right now. It is that sort of situation where, you know, by the time um, you're hiring for a role, you needed it yesterday. And so we're in that sort of position with a few. Um, we're hiring our first salesperson right now. So uh, everything thus far, all of our growth thus far, and we have um, over, uh, we have thousands of users and over 100 paying customers has all been done 
uh, self-service and people just coming inbound, signing up for the product, self-serve, um, getting started and, and ramping from there. And it's time to have our first account executive that can actually uh, be the tip of the spear and help new customers as they come inbound, but help them get ramped up, help them expand in their organization, help share best practices, help do training sessions and uh, you know, explain how to roll out the product, work strategically with folks and then feed back what they're hearing back into our product. So very exciting role. We're only 11 per, uh, person team right now. So to be the first kind of go to market salesperson should be a really exciting role for a company that has some like pretty good signs of early product market fit and can sort of be a trailblazer. Um, also hiring a growth marketer uh, kind of ramp. We're still at that stage where like, you know, a lot of what we're doing from a marketing perspective works. <laughs> um, so we need to do more of it. Um, and, you know, so someone who's analytical and creative, um, that type of growth marketer we're looking for as well. Um, and um, yeah, uh, loads of stuff coming up across the board. So, yeah. And then for my last question, if someone wants to learn more, dive in and potentially work with you, you know, how can, how can they find you online? What's your website? Do you have social media, email? How can someone get in touch? Yep. Workpatterns.com is our website. Try work patterns at try work patterns is the Twitter handle. I'm at Adam Burke, B-E-R-K-E. Um, and yeah, always happy to hear from folks. Adam at work patterns is my email too. Not afraid to put that out there. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Matt, thank you so much. I'm, I, it, was, it was really fun.